0: This is the Cynics on Disney Podcast, presented by NotClub33.com. Buckle up, here's your host, Bobby Virgins. Welcome in to the second episode of the Cynics on Disney Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby, a.k.a. the Disney Cynic.
1: And I'm Amanda, a.k.a. the Anti-Cynic.
0: Today we're going to talk about uh, one of the, I guess, four... Mm Disney putt-putt courses available on property. Uh, we, today, we stopped over at Winter Summerland, uh, and we played the Summerland course specifically. So, uh, we're going to talk to you guys a little bit about that. Just so you know, we are recording this on Sunday, January 24th, the day, the very day that we participated uh, in this little uh, adventure. So, uh, you're getting our freshest, uh, most vivid memories of, of everything. Um First off, general impressions, Uh, did you want to give give an overview briefly?
1: Sure. So Winter Summerland is the mini golf course over by Blizzard Beach. And it is that it kind of keeps in with that same theming that Blizzard Beach has, which is kind of like a ski resort. Um, However, this is kind of designed into two different courses. So you have a winter course, which looks, you know, very snowy and it's, you know, Christmas season and everything. And then you have the summer course, which is what we played which is like Santa on vacation, so very beach-themed. Instead of an ice castle or a snow castle, there's a sand castle in one of the holes and, and all of this. So um, there is a lot of Christmas decorations um, when you get there. Yeah, that
0: was the first thing that I noticed, if I'm being honest. <laughs> uh, when we walked in the door, it was felt so odd to be smacked in the face by Christmas music. I, I mean, I'm used to it in, like, November, which that gets under my skin. Even because I, I'm someone who loves Thanksgiving, uh, but like to have it be played on January 25th. Well,
1: yeah, they play Christmas music year-round because it is a Santa-themed golf course.
0: Still, just it gave me the Christmas to a degree. Um, let's start off with the uh, the cost of our, our little adventure. Um, it was fifteen dollars per adult. Uh, Amanda took note. How much was the? Uh, was it per kid?
1: I think it. I think I didn't look because um, we don't have kids, so I didn't pay much attention. But I think it's around twelve dollars per kid.
0: Which that's not too terrible. So for a family of four, you're getting out of there less than sixty bucks. Uh, that, that's pretty good, actually. Um, as someone who is definitely the golfer. Of the two of us, I, I can tell you that I, I did. I felt kind of at home uh, in the sense that since we played the Summerland course, all of the the greens were were basically a brownish sandy color. Which if you've ever been to to anywhere with a Bermuda green where it dies off in the winter, that, that's kind of what it felt like you were putting on. Um, also, let, let's be real. We wanted to avoid. Winter at all costs, uh, despite the fact that we live in Orlando now and it was 85 degrees today, uh, had zero desire for any sort of snow, ice, anything like that. As former Atlanta residents, uh, I don't. You're more than welcome to look up the snow apocalypses uh, of 2014 when we had all sorts of issues with traffic and cars getting abandoned on the side of the road. So let's not. Uh, you know, it's probably best that we don't. You know. Relive those kinds of yeah.
1: Things. I'm good. Not reliving anything winter related right now. Yeah.
0: So um, I also decided to to, to have a beer uh, and a Mickey's ice cream sandwich just because we had not eaten lunch yet. And then you know what? I was looking for something a little snacky. Uh, some total that cost me an extra fifteen bucks. Uh, standard Disney pricing. Basically, uh, it was around nine for the. Bud Light and around six for the ice cream sandwich or something like that so not too terrible uh, for a little afternoon date for us but certainly if you're traveling to the parks uh, and you're looking for kind of an inexpensive thing to to go do that's different that's not inside the parks and it's not so crowded because that's one thing I took note of
1: we yeah we didn't have that issue where we were bumping in waiting on holes to become available like it really wasn't there were other people there, but it was not crowded at all.
0: Which, you know, considering Disney Springs and how everybody complains on the disboards about how crowded it feels, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, that that was kind of comforting, uh, especially because of the whole pandemic thing. Uh, so we weren't face to face with anybody. It was a nice, easy pace. Um, a nice little. Uh, Way to spend an afternoon. So uh, I think we were there about an hour or so. Um, so it's a very quick playing course when there's nobody out there. I'm sure that a crowd will add an extra half an hour. Uh, it is
1: 18 holes, so.
0: Yeah, to, to the experience. So it's not too terrible. Um, but let's get into the uh, to the golf because it was super competitive as it always is.
1: So, well, you make everything competitive Absolutely. anyway. Um, I mean, just life in general. I'm sorry, that's because I'm with. God. Anyway, like, he brings his own putter anytime, anytime. And this is from, like, the first time we ever went and played putt-putt together six <laughs> years ago um, to any time we go to play putt-putt. He brings his own putter.
0: Okay. I, I've invested in a Scotty Cameron putter, which to any golfer, you're going to know exactly what that is. You didn't it's, always
1: have that Scotty Cameron putter, and you still are.
0: doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I've invested in a Scotty Cameron putter. Uh, it's not the cheapest putter that's out there. And you know what? I'm going to get my use out of it for one thing. For another, I, I, if I'm going to be playing competitively, and you know what? I am paying, playing competitively all the time because I'm a winner. Yeah, go I'm ahead and rolling
1: sign my it. eyes over here.
0: Go ahead and sign. It's great for radio and pro- podcasts where them, so they can see that. You know what? I'm not going to say what i want to say to you right now. Okay, so, you know, I'm sorry. You, You bring your own equipment whenever you can. I mean, if you're a bowler, you bring your own bowling ball if that's your thing. If you are into archery, well, you're not using the house bow and arrow.
1: So not only is he bringing his own putter, but he is dressed in a golf polo, golf shorts, and Sperry. Oh, and he was wearing a. Was it your Under Armour hat that you were wearing?
0: Yes, of course. Well, first of all, you're, you're acting like that's not my normal attire, anyway.
1: I mean, not your normal weekend attire.
0: Yeah, it is. Uh, listen, if I'm going, okay, if I'm around the house, yes, I'm wearing gym shorts and a T-shirt. But if I'm go- if I'm going outside, where people are going to notice me. And we're not going to, like, a Home Depot or something like that? Yeah, of course I'm wearing golf shorts and a polo.
1: Meanwhile, I'm over here in athletic shorts, a t-shirt, and my Skechers. Yes,
0: you are definitely dressed for Disney. And that's great. Wonderful and everything. I'm dressed for golf. You know why? Because I'm a winner. That's why.
1: This is what I live with.
0: Anyway... All right, so we're uh, let's talk about the the different holes and the different challenges. Um, in terms of mini golf, they they had kind of a version of all of your standard challenges. You know, the the various mounds that you have to uh, either putt around or uh, putt over. They had uh, certainly they had things blocking the hole so that you were forced to take an extra stroke instead of uh, just one putting. Um, I, I would say that in terms of it, like it an actual mini golf course, it, it presented some interesting challenges. I mean, not exactly your um, holy moly type course.
1: No, definitely not your holy moly type course.
0: Which, by the way, if you guys haven't checked out that show on ABC, good Lord, is it fun. Um, but we're, you know... We're not talking about the the windmills of death or anything like that, nor are we talking about a clown that spits out the ball uh, if you stick it in its mouth, although there is kind of that. There was one hole that had a clam uh, that shut its mouth so that you couldn't get a ball in. Yeah, and my
1: ball bounced off of it. (sighs)
0: So So. so did mine. We also had another one where it was various rotating ornaments. Uh, Christmas ornaments.
1: Yeah, the wheel. Is that Mm -hmm. the one you're talking
0: about? Yeah, and that one my ball got stuck in and that one I had to use her putter on to get out of because
1: His uh, exact words were, I'm not risking my $400 putter.
0: Yeah, I'm not. I'm I'm sorry. God forbid that I have some sense to me. You know, it's not worth it at that point. Okay. So, well, for one stroke I didn't use my own putter. Um, Let's see here. Um,
1: They had one where like Santa was Sleeping, taking a nap in the sand.
0: Yeah, and the snoring kind of reminded me, I'm not going to lie, of an alligator.
1: Oh, that's what it reminded you of.
0: What are you saying it reminded you
1: of? Reminded me of you, babe. Ouch. I love you. You know, I have
0: sleep apnea. It's a disease, okay? Like, and yes, there's a correction for it, but I'm terrified of wearing the the CPAP machine.
1: I'm just saying.
0: No, I'm just saying, you know. Like,
1: that's what I was reminded of.
0: So I was reminded of an alligator. You know what? Quite frankly, I hope that it is an alligator because there's a little pond out front without any sort of fencing. There Uh, is the sign, though,
1: saying that there are alligators and snakes in the area and not to feed the
0: wildlife. Yes, that's true. And that's all the more reason why I think that it was an actual alligator that was playing (laughs) overhead uh, so that it was you know, marking its territory, so to speak, and keeping all the alligators off the mini golf course. That's my personal theory. Um,
1: That was my fear, that one hole that was like right up by that little pond. My fear the whole time we were at that hole was that an alligator... It was at the turn,
0: if you will. It was on hole number nine. Uh,
1: My my entire fear that whole time was that an alligator was going to come up out of that pond and I was going to have to figure out how to not be eaten by
0: it. I mean, it's really simple. You run in a zigzag if you have to run. These are the things that we've learned since moving to Florida. Running a zigzag, you'll look like an idiot, but you'll get away from the alligator. I
1: feel like Mythbusters or somebody did something and like said that that wasn't true.
0: Yeah, they also did one where you know elephants were scared of mice. And it turns out elephants are actually scared of mice. I, I don't get it. It's fucking weird. But, you know. Can we get back to mini-golf? What?
1: Can we get back to mini-golf?
0: Yes, I suppose we can. Um, so, we also... Uh, Like I said, it took us about an hour to to circumnavigate the entire course. Um, Nice little walk. Uh, It's not too hard on you or anything like that. Nothing like the parks. Very confined, back-to-back type things. Uh, The course length wasn't all that long, although Disney is very generous when it comes to to the par score, I I must say. Um, The par for this was...
1: Fifty-four.
0: No, fifty-six. Fifty-six? That's even more ridiculous because, uh, listen, as far as I'm concerned, putt-putt courses, you you have mostly par twos and an occasional par three. You should be somewhere in the neighborhood of about par 45. That's about where you want to be. But for this one to be par 56, mm-hmm. apparently, that's like saying the you know, some of these holes were par 4 holes.
1: Yeah, they and, did have some par 4
0: But, like, that, that needs to be, like, hey, you have to putt this, like, 400 yards. That's ridiculous. Just, and, and
1: it's also, a, you know, geared toward
0: little children, so... I, I mean, I guess, but still, like, I want it to be, like, a, a little bit of a, a representation of... of you
1: know, if start. I'm not mistaken, I think the Fantasia golf courses are a little bit more like your standard, but, but, well,
0: as then, far as cars go. Well, then certainly we need to check out when, or, uh, well, when they, they
1: are. are closed until the 31st of January. so.
0: Man, well, at some point here, we will go <laughs> review those, although that's not next on our bucket list. We'll get to that here in just a minute. Um, babe, what would you shoot
1: so, my score was a 53, which I don't think I've ever come in under par on them. And this is course. all
0: the more reason why I'm confused by the <laughs> par rating, okay? That's not, nothing. you know what? I love you. I do. But let's be real. You are not an under par putt, putt No, putt,
1: I'm, I'm not. I've never shot under par.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, wh- what the hell is that? That's, there that's was even points. one
1: hole where I think I did, like, what, six strokes?
0: Yeah, that's the max. <laughs> She did the max on a hole for God's sake, and she still somehow came in under par. Just imagine if she had just shot a four. I mean, that's 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 ridiculous. No, no, absolutely not. I shot a forty-four, uh, and I was mad at it. I left some putts out on the course. There was a couple there that uh, I, I'm I'm angry at. Uh, for missing a couple of short three-footers that should have gone in but didn't. Um, i tried to be not nitpicky, although there was a couple of times that I I did bend over and remove some of the clutter in front of the hole. Um, they clearly do not blow uh, off these uh, uh, putt-putt courses uh, on a daily basis, or if they do, it's very early in the morning and not in the middle of the afternoon, that's for sure, because uh, there were leaves all over the game, Um also, there was one hole where uh, Amanda's ball just kind of disappeared and got stuck. Uh, I think it was hole number fourteen. It was a candy cane structure, yeah. Uh, and I, she puts so, it in the middle there,
1: like you're technically supposed to.
0: Yeah. And uh, then all of a sudden, her ball disappears, and nothing's happening from the mechanical standpoint. I figured out fairly quickly that. You know, this thing's supposed to traverse up and then shoot it out the back end so that it spits you kind of near the hole. Uh, that did not happen immediately. And she went and got a second ball from them. So
1: I went and told the cast members working um, that hole 14, the little thing wasn't working. And then in my ball was lost. I needed a new ball. To which one of the cast members sighed and goes, Hole 14's not working again, and him and another cast member proceeded to go and do something backstage um, and got it working. Um,
0: Which all of a sudden spit out two additional balls.
1: (laughs) Yeah, somebody else's ball had also gotten stuck in there at some point earlier in the day. So, yeah, that was fun.
0: Um, Then the final hole, it's impossible not to get an ace on this course, just so you know. The final hole is literally just, hey, put this up a hill. It's a six-inch ramp that goes up into a computer. And not a computer from the modern Oh, era. no, this
1: is, so this course is definitely dated. Um, I remember playing this course as a kid, probably in, like, 99 or 2000, somewhere in there. Um, this has not changed at all, Period. Um, so it, when we say it goes up into a computer, it's like a computer from like the late '90s, early 2000s. Not
0: only that, Santa apparently doesn't even have DSL. Like, come on, man! Before you even get into the 5G type stuff, you gotta you gotta upgrade your internet, bro. He still had AOL type dial yeah. stuff, Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad. I mean, I guess, like, at the North Pole, it's difficult to run, you know, fiber optic cable up that way. But still, like, there's got to be, there's satellite internet out there, for God's sake. There's got to be some solution to where he doesn't have to wait for a, a fucking website to open up. I'm just, I'm just to,
1: saying. Yeah, I know.
0: know. So, anyway, if, you, if you're not that confident of a golfer, the, this is literally the easiest putt. I mean, that even
1: anyway. if you are, yeah, this particular hole, it's, I mean, you can't miss, I don't think. I say that and somebody's going to go out there and miss it and then come back and blame me for it.
0: Oh, please do. And if you, <laughs> if you do miss this putt, uh, I beg of you leave a comment, uh, tweet at us, and, and yell at her. Like, Leave an angry video message of some kind. God, that would be hysterical if I could get you get you to do that. Um,
1: you should not miss this whole... Yes. That's,
0: that's very much the case. Um... So let's see here. Let's give it a, uh, a star rating if you will.
1: Okay. So I'm going to do I'll do 4 out of 5.
0: You can do 4 out of 5. Okay. What could have made it a little bit better?
1: I think it needs a little updating. Um, I noticed, you know, like like I said, I remember playing this course as a kid late 90s early 2000s the course is exactly the same. You can tell like some of the things need to be painted. Um, you mentioned, you know, having to kind of clean out, you know, debris from, in, you know, in front of the holes and that kind of thing. Um, you know, just kind of a little bit of more upkeep. Keep it kind of fresh, especially that last hole, the computer there. Because let me tell you, these kids that were playing today have no clue what that was.
0: Cooper, our, our golden doodle, he, uh, he gives his bark of approval. Uh, I'm going to give it uh, two elves out of five. Uh, I played better courses, for one. Uh, for another, um, like I said, the par system was ridiculous. I don't care if you're trying to appeal to kids or not and trying to get them into the game. You know what? Teach them that you've got to be a winner in life, and sometimes that means sucking at first, okay? Like, if you're going to – don't lie to the kids and say that this, this short little 10-foot putt is a, is a par four. No, that's ridiculous. Um, So that's part of the reason. But like Amanda said, uh, definitely needs a little bit of a a facelift. Definitely could use a fresh coat of paint. Um, Maybe a little bit more variety and a little bit more subtlety in terms of reading the greens. uh, Because... to be real, Papa courses aren't exactly the most difficult greens to read out there, but, like, you can do some things where, like, it looks a little bit trickier uh, than, than what, it, what it was. I mean, like, it's literally, like, slanted, uh, you know, very sharp uh, hills, uh, if you will, to, to let you know exactly where the ball is going to go. So um, I would say that it could use a little bit more difficulty, personally, and, you know, that's... Just because I am the way that I am, and I know that that makes it me is
1: exactly happy. because you are the way that you are. Yeah, I know that
0: makes it frustrating for a lot of people. But um, that said, overall, I would not hesitate to go back again.
1: No, it's a. I think it's a fun um, way to spend you know an hour or two outside of the parks. It wasn't crowded, you know that kind of thing. It's a really cute, you know, date if you're local. Uh, or even if you are there on vacation and just kind of want to do, like, a little date-type activity, I think that's a really cute cute way to, to have a little date. And, and th-
0: again, the, the, something that needs to be said for this is cost. Um, Fifteen bucks a head for an adult is not bad It's not at bad all. at all at Disney. Um, you know, even all... Off- Property. If you go to one of these pirate golf courses nearby, I think they're like probably
1: yeah, they're probably the same price range.
0: So you know, just from from that standpoint, you know, it's definitely
1: one of the cheaper things to do on property. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So it's definitely something that I would still recommend, despite me giving it a a two out of five elf review. Uh, I would uh, say it's not for the two to three day vacation vacationer um nor is it for the the first or second timer uh if this is your first or second time going down to the parks this is it shouldn't be on your bucket list of things to do
1: no if you you know if you're down there for a week
0: if you're an annual pass holder and you've been 175 times like we have
1: and want something a little different
0: then definitely definitely check out uh, one of the putt putt courses, and specifically Winter Summerland, uh, especially right now since it's the only one that's open.
1: It is. Now, however, it does close on June 30th. I don't know how long. January. January 30th. Excuse me. It will close on January 30th. I don't know for how long, but Fantasia um, Gardens mini golf will open up on January 31st.
0: Something tells me that, that has something to do with the pandemic. And yeah,
1: I don't. Th- I don't think I've ever heard of the many golf courses closing
0: like this and before? Not just that. I don't think that they're doing it for refurbishments, although that would be nice, especially given what we just said about it. Uh, I think it has more to do with, you know, there not being a high-demand for mini golf uh while you're down here or if you are really that hardcore into it there are other options that are out there I think, it,
1: I think it could also do with the fact that they don't have as many cast members working right now they've yeah, done exactly. a lot of layoffs so they're you know a lot of the people that are working at um winter summerland are probably going to go over and work at fantasia when it opens back up
0: yeah you got to devote your resources where you can so all right um that is not the only thing that we did today on Sunday, January twenty fifth. Uh, but you're going to have to wait until next January
1: twenty
0: fourth. No, today's the twenty fifth.
1: Sunday, January twenty fourth, according to my Apple Watch.
0: Okay, shit. Okay, uh, Sunday, January twenty fourth. I should say. How's that? Um, but you're going to have to wait until next week to find out what the uh, you know what our thoughts on it are. Instead, I will let you know that we did review a quick service restaurant. Over at Disney Springs. And I can't believe that I'm saying this. Mother clucker, we reviewed <laughs> Chicken Guy.
1: Yes, we did.
0: Oh, so. Uh... All right. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. Make sure that you subscribe, rate, review do all of that then tell resu- your friends yes tell friends then resubscribe and re-rate and re-review we're already at a five star rating on uh, Apple podcast and thank you so much for doing that we really to appreciate it everyone who is
1: already subscribed we thank you for that as well
0: yes but uh, also resubscribe re-rate and re-review do it on multiple platforms do it on Amazon. Do it on Google. Do it on Spotify. Not just Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it, guys. We
1: also would like for you to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Cynical Disney. Both, both on Facebook
0: platforms. as well at Cynical Disney. And make sure that you check out Not Club Thirty Three for all the latest and greatest news about Disney. Uh, we we literally cover everything. Uh, you know, this just this week when the Magical Express news came out, we were able to jump in and do a, a quick video on that. Make sure that you're checking out our YouTube page. uh, YouTube backslash NotClub33 or just search NotClub33 once you get on YouTube. It's a great page. There's a lot of interesting content out there. So make sure that you go check that out too. Um, I guess I can't wait to see you guys until next week. And you know what? Have a magical fucking day.